How's it going, my friend? This is the God Made Man podcast, day number seven of 90 days of putting lust to bed. For the past week, we've been focusing on identity as the foundation for true behavior change. Today's verse is 1 Corinthians 2, verse 16. For who has known the mind of Christ that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. We started off by talking how, talking about how this fight that we have against lust is a spiritual fight. And how as we come closer to Christ, as we understand what Christ has done for us, we submit our ways to him. The Holy Spirit now dwells in us. And as a result of that, this verse says we have the mind of Christ. What does it mean to have the mind of Christ? In this episode or in this podcast, I want to talk about three things that we learn about having the mind of Christ. And then I want to end with how this mindset of Christ has helped me in my own personal life. Three things. Number one is for us to know that the mind of Christ is in direct contrast with the world, with how the world thinks, with the wisdom of this world. If you backtrack a little bit to verses six and seven, it says, yet we speak wisdom among those who are mature, although not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the ages of our glory. Verse 14 then says, But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. So these, these verses say that the wisdom that comes from the mind of Christ is not one of this age. It is not one of the rulers of this age. And the natural man can't receive these things because he cannot understand these things. The world says that our lusts that we call them are not really lusts at all. In fact, they are, that's who we are. That's sexual expression. And we should be free to express it with whoever we want to, however we want to. This is sexual autonomy. As long as you're not hurting other people, it is okay. But the word of God says otherwise. The spirit of God tells us that there is a, a design for sex and for intimacy that was created by God. And anything outside of that is sin and should be repented of and turned away from. That's number one. The mind of Christ stands in direct contrast with the way this world thinks. Number two, the mind of Christ allows us to understand Christ's character. That means his values his perspectives, his humility, his obedience, and his prayerful dependence on God, we are now able to understand because that is the mind that is within us. We begin to love what Christ loves and hate what Christ hates. We begin to identify with his holiness, his purity, and his perfection. The personhood of Christ, in the same way we've been talking about how before we change our behavior, we have to first change our mindset, our identity, because what we do flows out of who we believe ourselves to be, who we are. Now, if we have the mind of Christ, that means the same mind that was in Christ, allowing him to move and obey Christ or obey God and live his daily life is now what we have. That's number two. The mind of Christ allows us to understand the character of Christ. Number three, the mind of Christ allows us to understand his plans. And this means plans for us personally as well as plans for the world, his plans to seek and to save that which was lost. We can now understand his will, his plan to restore people to a personal relationship with God. We understand his plan and his purpose for the world. 
and how he seeks to glorify himself by restoration, by regeneration, by creating new new, uh, new creatures like we read yesterday or the other day, and by providing salvation for us. Those are the three things. The mind of Christ allows us to, or the first, of, first of all, the mind of Christ stands in direct contrast with the world. Number two, the mind of Christ allows us to understand his character. The mind of Christ allows us to, number three, understand his plans for us and for the world. Last but not least, how has the mind of Christ helped me? In my own daily life, what, how is, what does this look like in our, in our daily lives? As I read this verse, I was praying that, God, there's a certain way I, in which I see things, and it's very limited. I'm a human being. It's limited in how I, you know, how I process what I know, but you are not. You're not limited. Help me to see things in the way you see them. Help me to see myself in the way you see me. And this has helped me because it's helped me understand what I am really struggling with. Past episodes, I, I've mentioned that, and I'll probably say it again, that our struggle with lust, our struggle with pornography, our struggle with sexual promiscuity, those are not the issues. Those are symptoms of deeper issues that we have within us. And this mind of Christ, as I've prayed this over myself, has helped me to understand what I'm really struggling with, whether it comes to intimacy or inadequacy or boredom or loneliness, whatever whatever the root cause is, the mind of Christ, having the mind of Christ has helped me to identify those things, to deal with those things. And in turn, it has helped me deal with how I cope with those things, how I think about what I do. And that's just that's not just with lust, but what different things that I use to cope. It could be food. It could be entertainment. All these things that we use to forget what we're trying to forget, for us to numb the things that we're trying to numb. The mind of Christ help us to, has helped me to really realize what I am really struggling with. The mind of Christ has helped me to really see what's going on behind the scenes. And this is one that has taken time. As we struggle with, you know, as we think about pornography, take pornography, for example, I've been able to kind of learn as, I, as I've been going, what's going on behind the scenes, on the stages, on the sets of these scenes that are being created in the background, the the kind of the ugly nature of what's really going on to the girls who are who are acting, the money that's going into this, the where this content is coming from, the people that are affected by this. You know, I'm not going to get into the. I don't want to get into the details of the things that I've learned, but it has helped me to really realize what is going on behind the scenes. Not only that, it's helped me to see people in the way in the way Christ sees them. When it comes to watching porn, for example, it's a selfish act. We are there to gratify ourselves. We're not there for the other person, right? We, uh, if you've tuned into yesterday's episode with Colin, he talked about how it's a selfish act. Intimacy was meant to be given to the other person, but in this act of watching pornography, you're not giving to anybody but yourself. So you don't care about what the other person is doing as long as they're there to serve you. You don't. That's why we. That's why there's so many. Uh, genres. That's why there's so many different ways in which you can gratify yourself. But this is not keeping the other person in mind or putting the other person first. But with the mind of Christ, we realize that that person was also created in the image of God. That person is exactly that, a person who has needs, who has intimacy issues, who has, who has struggles just like we do. 
and it helps us to see other people in the way God sees them. And it helps us to see that it helps us to put other people ahead of ourselves in our minds and in our daily life. And when you're when you're thinking like that, it's really hard to carry out this the, the lust. It's really hard to follow through with it. It kind of puts a damper on the on the whole thing, but it has helped me overcome it because whenever I'm tempted with it, the mind of Christ reminds me again, this is what's really going on. This is what you're really struggling with. Let's let's deal with that. Let's not medicate ourselves. Let's not numb ourselves. Let's not pacify or sedate ourselves with this with this fake form of intimacy. Let's really work on what's going on. Not only that, really think about the people that are involved on the other side of the screen. What's really going on before the camera starts recording and after the camera stops? Realize what's going on there and don't partake in this anymore. Don't take part in it. In fact, start to change your life so that you can change your own, but then start to change the lives of other people around you. And this has not been an overnight process. As you can tell, like this is a this is a a daily continual process of regenerating the way I think, regenerating the way I see things, regenerating the way I I talk and I walk, and regenerating how I cope with with the issues that I'm going through in life. What's really going on? So, going forward in this day, let's make that our prayer. God, show me what's really going on in my life. Show me what I'm really dealing with, because the struggle that I have with lust is not really the struggle. It's a symptom of what I'm really going through. God, reveal that to me. Reveal to me what I'm really going through now. And then once it's revealed to me, reveal to me what I can do about it. How can I go about coping with this? God, heal me. Put people in my life. Put resources in my life. Get me on the right path that I need to get on in order to overcome this struggle that I'm facing. That's been my prayer almost every day. And it's been helping me walk and overcome and experience new levels of freedom every day. And I pray the same prayer for you, that you would pray, God, not my will, but yours be done. Your mind is in me now. Your spirit is in me. Help my body to now embody your spirit and be the hands and feet for Christ, not just in my own life, but for my world. Amen.